have your Bibles, go ahead and open up to uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, the chapter before this goes through the biblical testimony of all the witnesses, but um, who are the witnesses in your life who have been a blessing to you? whom your eyes no longer hold in this world, but your heart still does. Who are they? Go ahead and shout some names. How many of y'all had uh, parents who were blessing to you? How many of y'all had grandparents who were blessing to you? How many of you had aunts or uncles who, though they may have annoyed you, were a blessing to you? It's their job, to be fair, right? It is their job. How about siblings who blessed you? No. no. <laughs> right now, I am hoping that was no, I didn't have any siblings, not no, they didn't bless me. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Redeem the moment there. As, we, as you think about those who were witness for you, who shown God's light for you, um... My guess is that they exhibited the fruit of the Spirit, that they were probably loving toward you. At times they were joyful, because nobody likes to be around grumpy folks. They probably advocated for peace. Most likely they were patient, or in the original King Jimmy, long-suffering, right? kind. They were good, and they were faithful, and they were gentle. And they probably practice more self-control than some of us do, don't they? We are called, and we are encouraged by those who went before us, who continue to surround us, not just in the choir triumphant, but in the here and now, to continue to follow where God is leading us today. They followed where God led them. We are called to follow. However, there are things that hinder us, that get in our way. What are some of the things that hinder you today from following where God is calling you? The five o'clock news. Situations around us, right? How many of you are highly distractible? Okay. How many of you see all the stuff going around and feel like there's nothing you can do to make a difference? We can pray. You're skipping to the sermon. That's later. Not everything that gets in the way of us following Jesus is a sin that needs repenting. Sometimes it's frustration. Sometimes it's sorrow and grief. Sometimes it's, 
It's that overwhelming feeling that nothing I can do will make a difference. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that those people who you named sometime at some point in some moment in their life felt the same? Did they make a difference in your life? Do I need to connect the dots or have you already connected them? Do I need to connect the dots or did you already connect them? Yes. You connected them. Okay, see, that was a either or question and you gave me a yes, no answer. We got to work on our, our options here. Maybe we need like one of those things that we can just pull, right? And they can click the number on their cell phone. No, <laughs> that means we would have to use our cell phone. Anyway, there are sins that get in the way. But not everything that gets in the way is a sin. Not everything that gets in the way is a sin. God calls us to take all those things, sins and not sins, and place them aside so that we can be the kind of people who shine light like those before us shone light into us. So that we can... Follow where God is leading us, where Christ has gone before. Go ahead and go to the next verse. We keep our eyes on him. Five o'clock news distracts you. Where do you need to put your eyes? If struggles distract you, put your eyes on Jesus. If your family Distracts you, put your eyes on Jesus. So you not stop loving them, not stop caring about them, but love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your family as you love yourself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love the politicians as you love yourself. Love the crazy people on the five o'clock news as you love yourself. Why? Because Jesus did it before you. He can teach you how to do it because he is the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. So, he looked at everything that was going to get in the way, and even that shame and sorrow and loss that was the cross, and he considered it joy for the enduring victory that was to come. And that victory, including gathering you up, and these people you've remembered up into the heart of God to transform the world so it was a place of crosses no more. Go ahead and go to the next verse. So every time we lose heart, every time we get distracted, every time we think that there's nothing that we do that makes a difference, turn your heart and your mind to these truths. That Christ has gone before you and that these whom Christ lived in has gone before you, have gone before you. Take a deep breath and remember you are not alone. You are loved and God will overcome. 